Georgina, what blood type are you? Um, I'm an A negative. Is that the same as Rhesus negative? <laughs> I've got no idea. Well, you don't know your own... I Actually, I have to admit, I don't know my blood type. Well, I, I know don't. that it's A negative. What's, well, a, what's your point here? The, the only reason I ask is that if you're Rhesus negative... Which, yes, you, I presume the negative means you, that. Well, we well, OK, let's assume... For the purposes <laughs> of this content, yes, let's okay. assume that. Yeah. Um, if you're Rhesus negative, you yeah. are more likely mm-hmm. to be abducted by aliens. <laughs> Um, because uh, some certain people believe <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. that rhesus negative is an alien blood type. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, also, interestingly, yeah. <laughs> yes. if you've got green eyes, you're, okay. more, you're more likely I to be... I have a tad of green in mine, okay. maybe. This is all statistics, Georgina. Oh, hold on. My sister is first on the list then, isn't she? Has, has she got green eyes? <laughs> How do we know she's not already an alien? Oh, well, here we go. That's the thing. You see, we don't. We should we don't probably know. scan her for <laughs> implants. This, <laughs> this is Salvin Love Deluxe. From Studio Senseless in Leafy London Town, it's Sour B and Luff Deluxe. Welcome along to uh, Sowerby and Luff Deluxe. How are you, Georgina? I'm worried I'm about to be taken by an alien. Uh-oh! <laughs> you are now. It's interesting because the way the studio is configured in 2023 is that I can only see Georgina's eyes. <laughs> That's a good thing, though. Because there's a big um, computer screen in between us and she could, she's sort of peering over it. A bit like, you know when, a, you know when uh, someone short is driving a car and you can only see, you can only see the their hands, hands and the forehead. And the forehead. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I can also say, are new glasses? Are they, Georgia? No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the only thing I can comment on because it's the only part of you I can see. To, to be honest, if you can only see my eyes, then you're kind of getting the best bit there. So I'd go with that. I should always. I was quite happy with that that whole cover your nose and mouth thing because I quite I have eyes that bore into people's souls. So yeah, that's maybe because. Because I'm an alien, though, so it could, it could be. Well, we, we'll never know, really, will we? Um, so <laughs> I th- I, we can know, surely. <laughs> coming up on uh, Sabin Lufty Lux, there oh, will be a what? word. There will be a word that is nice to say. How lovely! And in Georgina Sowerby's corridors of conspiracy, <laughs> we will look at how the national lottery was set up. Yes. to catch time travellers. <laughs> yep. It's purely a trap for time travellers. I'm looking forward to that. Cause yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't heard that bit. Have you not? No. Oh, uh, you haven't but, heard about that at all? But, oh, you're in for a treat. But first, Georgina, matters are rising. Matters are... OK. Now, this, I've, I've put this on the agenda from now on. <laughs> yes. Matters are rising. Because okay. there's always something... There's uh, always something that niggles, yeah. Yeah, there's always something to okay. talk about. Yep. So, f- kicking it off then mm. with the hottest topic of the day in this mm-hmm. place, right? And you, I'm sure you know this is coming. Um, There are lots of things you could complain about, so yeah, go with that. It's the fact that you constantly jump out at me in the dark. (laughs) That's because I'm an alien. (laughs) No, no, 
Uh, let, let me just explain this to our, yeah, to our lovely listeners. Go ahead, go um, ahead. You see, Georgina doesn't like switching lights on. Not in is, the evening because it wakes me up and I don't want to be woken no, up. It's very good for the planet. It so, is, so yeah. fair play to you. Yeah, for the, for saving the, the planet one minute planet at a thing. time. Yeah. But the thing is, when I come out of the living room, yeah. right, and my eyes have just been watching the TV, so they're not adjusted to the light at all and wherever you are in the house it's dark i'm skulking the, the kitchen's dark the hallway's dark the bathroom's dark so i literally don't know where you are right yeah and i have to feel my way now that's not so bad but what's what's terrifying for me mm. is that sometimes for example i'll yes. come out of the bathroom yeah. and you'll just be there <laughs> i know like an apparition i know and the number of times over the last few months that you have <laughs> frightened the living crap out of me, I've lost count. If I had a, if I had a, a, a pound yeah. for every time I turn a corner in this place and go, <laughs> um, what, I mean, is there anything that you can do about that? Could, you, could we put a bell on you, for example? Do you remember we were in Hong Kong and that little toddler had a little uh, ring on her shoe? So she went ding. Dong, ding dong, ding dong. I do remember maybe, that, yeah. maybe I should get one of those. Or maybe I should just... Uh, we watched a drama many, many eons ago called The Paradise. And one character, do you remember, was always lurking behind doors. Yes, I wish I could remember the <laughs> we, name we of called, that actor. We called him lurking behind doors, man, because he was always just lurking behind the door. That's me. That actor's been in loads of things. I've taken since. on that role. We should look him up. Yeah, he's a very famous actor, but he was always behind a door. Maybe it's the same thing for him like i only want to show my eyes maybe he only just wanted to show like half his face maybe it was in his contract like i always have to be behind a door maybe that's what i'm going to get written into our household contract that i can look anywhere that i want well, to uh, no I, I mean the thing is i know this is humorous content georgina but is there any <laughs> if you can if there's any way you can stop frightening me huh? That would really help me because, I mean, I, I think I've got a reasonably strong heart. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't really want to keep risking it. Do you have life insurance? I do have life well, insurance. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, okay, we can explain a lot yeah. there, can't we? Uh, okay, that's matters arising number yeah. one. Matters arising number two. Uh-oh, there's a list. There's a, there's, well, there's a couple. There's still a couple. Um, yeah. The next one is yes. the is unwelcome changes mm. to hot chocolate. Now, yeah, okay. I thought you might try and You're cover. You're taking this one yeah, on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking this one on board because you like the slightly luxurious version of the low-calorie hot chocolate. Yes. And what I did was went and bought an unbranded version of the low-calorie hot chocolate. And I know you like your hot chocolate about 8, 8.30 in the evening. It's a way of winding down, like me switching all the lights off. But I have a theory. If I you because I told you it was unbranded, you didn't like it as much because brand brand brand. So I am going to at some point, and this may seem unfair to you, put that unbranded hot chocolate in the empty branded jar and not tell you which one is. No, don't do that. And see if you go, ew, what's this? No. Because it's all... I have, I've tried both of them and I, I don't like the, uh, the new one. It's surface for you. It's no. surface for you. You buy a jam because you like the lid. No. Oh, it's got a checkered lid. I like that. No. You there's don't nothing, look at what's in it. Please don't put things in other things. <laughs> if, there's nothing worse than putting something... For, I mean, for example... Yeah. Okay, it's all right if I know about it. The Sultanas. Yes. Right. Yeah. They are in the exquisite 
biscuit, biscuit tin. tin. Yeah. And I know that they're there. Yes. But okay. what, you, what Georgina does is she puts things in different tins and doesn't tell me. So like, I'll go to the... And, and your mum does the same thing. I go to the I fridge to, try to, to get the butter out. Mm-hmm. And in the butter dish, there's, there's like frozen turkey <laughs> fat or something like that. Yeah. You know. That's because she's defrosting it for the soup or the gravy to come later. So to summarise the first what two items... What we're doing is reusing rather than replacing, yeah. and that is a good thing. First two items, then. Uh, you're not going to jump out at me in the dark. Mm, yeah. And you're not going to put things in other things um, to no, confuse oh, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, and you're not going to swap the hot chocolate anymore. <laughs> there's one new... There's one other thing. I dread to think what's coming next. There's one There's other so thing. There's so many things you could go for here. Um, yeah? Just one more thing. It's, it's the bed hat. Oh. I was given a bed hat as yeah. a present. And it, I like the bed hat. Yeah. It looks... i tell you what it looks like. If anyone's old enough to remember uh, Abfab, um, Adina in, in Abfab, played by uh, Jennifer Saunders, used to wear a kind of weird turban. Right. Like sometimes. Mm-hmm. And Georgina's bed hat, which is, according to you, it's something to do with keeping your hair not curly or something. Yeah, what is it? Keeping my hair not curly. What, what is it? Basically, if you wear a silk hat at night, yeah, and this is this is a bit like your aliens go for negative blood types because no one really knows. But it's an idea that if you wear silk on your hair, it's not going to get up because my hair goes frizzy. It goes into a frizz bomb. It goes out and up for some reason. And my sister said, if you wear this at night, now the only trouble is it does make me look like a Victorian ghost. Yeah, it does. And so the fact that I wander in the dark down the corridor with my Victorian ghost outfit on does make everything a little bit... When I wake up in the morning, if you if you happen to be facing me, yeah. right, which luckily on most occasions you're not, but <laughs> if you are facing me, then all I can see now is this weird silk turban <laughs> and underneath it your, your eye... What do you call them? Eye, the eye mask. The eye mask yeah. to keep out the light. Yeah. Right? And my so, earplugs to keep out and the your noise. Earplugs. When I go to bed, I like to get rid of all senses. I don't want to see. I don't want to hear. I don't want to know that the world is around me. I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I lock myself off. I go into the little booth of sleep. Mm. And that's where I stay for my eight hours before I wake up. Well, that was matters arising. That does for, were excellent uh, matters arising. I'm glad. Week. I'm glad you've aired your problems. Yeah, coming up next, it's Georgina Salby's Corridors of Conspiracy. Corridors of Conspiracy. <gasps> I love how he says corridors. Thank you, Big Man. Corridors. What have you got for us on... Uh, I'll turn that off. It's just it's annoying. <laughs> um, so, Georgina, what have you got for us on uh, Corridors of Conspiracy? Some week? people think... I'm going to start a lot of these sentences with some people think. Yeah, well, that's kind of <laughs> what this podcast is going to be okay, about. Okay, okay. Some people think that lotteries were set up to catch time travellers. Uh, Why ha- you'd want to catch them, uh, I'm not sure. I have but- to say, that is the most stupid thing I've ever heard. No. But I am. And in this podcast, I yeah. am going to buy into things. Yes. Right? I buy into it for the, maybe the first 30 seconds. For the purposes of this podcast. Because in theory... I I quite like the idea that basically, if you can travel through time, what's the first thing that you would do? I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Well, it's all the cliches, isn't it? You'd know the lottery numbers. Kill Hitler. You'd go back to to before the lottery and you'd put the numbers on. So, 
People in power went, oh, how do we catch all these people coming from the 31st century, the 30th century, the 29th century, the 28th century, etc. And other centuries. Other centuries are available. available, (laughs) So how do you catch them? And it's because they're the ones that will come back and win the lottery. So all lottery winners are actually aliens. Now, what we don't know, what we don't know is that some people win the lottery and are immediately taken to a secret location where they are scanned for alien chips. And if they are aliens or people travelling from the future, because for some reason everyone in this theory thinks that everyone will be chipped in the future, we don't know. Is it only if you win a huge amount of money? Yeah, or, if, you win, or, so like, if you win 10 quid, you don't get taken to Area 41, secret 51. Secret location. No. And scan- no, but some people think that big lottery winners, if they if they're from the future simply get taken off because let's face it if you're from the future you weren't around before the lottery so no one knows you no one's seen you no one knows you as bob from next door so, so the guy that's just won well, some guy's yeah. one of them he's re- come from the future billion pounds or yeah. something in he's america come from the future he's won the lottery he's taken off to a secret location he's a time traveler he never reappears again so he gets a call to say you've won the lottery and yeah. the next thing he knows his door is being kicked down <laughs> Basically, by, yeah. by government agents yeah. many black yeah who drag him off yeah. to the kicking room at the washington, at washington uh, yeah. white they, house they test their uh blood types straight away because mm. that's that's a given right check if their eyes Re- are green rhesus negative oh yeah yeah and if you are i think all things are lining up and you now what i the, the one thing i disagree with about this now say you're traveling i mean i've already got it in my head mm. so i'm traveling from the future which is completely doable i want to enter the lottery from two months ago and i already know the numbers i do that but what i do as the alien slash time traveler is give it to a really good mate and say willing to go halves with you on this because that person isn't a time traveler it's a fascinating theory (laughs) and i will add it to our fast growing list of fascinating conspiracy theories Uh, there will be more of georgina's corridors of conspiracy in the next episode oh yeah coming up next words that are nice to say Sour and Love Deluxe. Today's official word that is nice to say is sumptuous. Let's say it together. Sumptuous. Turn to someone close to you, look deep into their eyes, grasp their face firmly in your hands and say sumptuous. Place it in a sentence for us, Georgina. Uh, my favourite fluffy blanket used to be sumptuous, but now it smells of wee. Sumptuous, today's official word that is nice to say on Salby and Luff Deluxe. We are the mice who live under the sink, and you are listening to Salby and Luff Deluxe. <laughs> I thought we'd got rid of the mice under the bloody sink. Yeah, nothing nothing I can do look, seems to get rid of we them. We can't get rid of them, so I thought we might as well have them in the show. We live with them now. Yes. <laughs> Still to come on Salby and Luff Deluxe, a family are chased by a luminous flying egg. <laughs> In flying saucers, <laughs> ate my pants. Plus, poison, plus poisonous toads are grinching a carpool and something on the menu called a butterboard. Yeah. In, in Don't Bogart, the finger monkey. 
If you'd like to follow this podcast on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Sowerby and Laugh. Or you can keep in touch by becoming a member of our busy Facebook group, Sowerby and Laugh's fully optimised social media network. S-O-W-E-R-B-Y-A-N-D-L-U-F-F <laughs> They sound like they're saying F-S. Are they Spanish? Look, they're doing it for a reason because they're doing it for a reason because people never know how to spell laugh and they never know how to spell Salby. So the mice are here to help us, everybody remember how to spell Salby and laugh. Do you mean showery? No, no, I don't. Coming up next, flying saucers at my pants. Flying saucers ate my pants. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Big Mal. Um, so, uh, today's mysterious UFO encounter comes from an Australian man. Okay. Uh, now, we'll call, oh, we need spooky music for this. We're calling... Pa- I can always put it on afterwards. Okay, you know. okay. Actually, no, I can't now. No, you can't you now. <laughs> Right, okay. So, we'll call him Patrick. Cancel always his name, not Patrick. Uh, it, it might be Patrick, it might not be Patrick. Now, Patrick... Is it Patrick? Patrick swears that this <laughs> unlikely and, frankly, alarming story yeah, yeah, yeah. is true. So, what do you think? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Georgia. Tell me then, what it is, and then, then, you, then I'll tell you Then you can what tell I me think. what you think. I think the answer is going to be, it's not true. So, Patrick and his mother, and two brothers... Yeah, hold bro- on. Does Patrick live with his mother? Because I, I already think I know where this is going. <laughs> Carry his, on. And his Carry two brothers, yeah. they were driving from Perth to Melbourne. Now, funnily oh. enough, Lord Kibble of Kibbleshire, yes. who if anyone who's been listening to this podcast for many, many years, yeah. will know, um, he, he once asked us to do that very journey in a, in a car. Do you remember? And yes. we, we chickened out. <clears throat> yeah, because it was a long drive. Perth to Melbourne through the desert. Sorry, Lord Kibble. Right. So, had we done that, yeah. this might have happened to us. Oh, my right? word. So, uh, Patrick and his family were planning to cross the desert at night... When the heat wasn't so bad. This already sounds like trouble to me. And at 2.30am, they stopped for petrol and switched drivers. So Patrick's brother's driving now. Um, <laughs> and Patrick was, in the front, Patrick was in the front seat next to him. Right. Do we need to know that? Yes. Right. Like, okay. Well, okay. not really. But not really. I'm just trying to... I'm just You're trying, painting the I'm scene. I'm painting the picture. I, I, yeah, okay. I've the got road to. ahead was empty. Right. Yes. So suddenly, Patrick and his family mm-hmm. saw a bright yellow light was up ahead. Was it the sun? No. Okay. It was night time, though. Okay, there. okay. They saw a bright yellow light up ahead, which seemed to be emanating from a big, <laughs> luminous... Go with me. Yes, okay. A big, luminous, egg-shaped mm-hmm. object hovering just above the ground. Oh, that sounds exciting. Now, I, the first thing that occurred to me is, why would a UFO be egg-shaped? Because, well... Lots of reasons. Eggs, A, you can't break them if you hit them from the top. That's true. They come from inside the chicken and don't get broken. Yeah. And eggs, especially chocolate ones, are really lovely. It wasn't but a, also... No, it wasn't a chocolate egg. Oh, is it not chocolate? It was an alien egg. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But, um, How did they know it was alien? If, no, if you saw a great big luminous <laughs> egg, Georgina, yeah. what would you be looking for next? Chocolate. No. <laughs> what would I be looking for now? I, I'd be looking for I set, a trail I know, I set, or a noise no, I set or weapons. Up. 
No. I set that up for you perfectly, Georgina, and you didn't bite. If you saw a big luminous egg, the next thing you'd be looking for would be a big luminous chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Or a big luminous slice of toast so I can dip it in the egg. Uh, there was no big luminous chicken, that's no. suffice to say, which is a pity. I'd pay to see that. Anyway, okay. Patrick's family thought they might be seeing things, but then a caravan passed going in the opposite direction uh-huh. Uh-huh. and it had to swerve <gasps> sharply to avoid the big luminous egg. So so we've got two lots of people who've seen this luminous egg well, now. Uh, or so they say. Uh, okay. the, the closer they got to the end, the more they realised it wasn't a normal vehicle. No, well, it's <laughs> egg-shaped, hello. What normal vehicle shape like an egg? Right, Sean, who was driving, if you remember, oh, right. swerved, Sean he swerved okay. to avoid the big egg. And the family is it? Car- hold on, this egg is on the road. Is it's it? hovering above the road. Well, yeah. why, did, why can't they drive under it if it's hovering no, above no, no. the road? No, 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 it's hovering just <clears throat> above the road. So, okay, so uh, the aliens have gone to the road. Maybe they're looking for directions. So they swerved to avoid the big egg, and the yeah, family okay. car continued down the road, leaving it behind. No, no, hold on right there. You you have witnessed a giant, floating, luminous egg. Why are you carrying on your car journey? Because they Why were... Why aren't you stopping and going... They were frightened. Giant, luminous... They were, gi- they were scared, as what? indeed you or I might be. Hold on, is the mother in the back of the car? Look... Let me continue. The mother would immediately go, no, stop a minute, Patrick and Sean. Let's have a look at this giant egg. Let me and continue. search for the giant Let chicken. me continue with the story. Please do. Because Hugh Edwards is waiting to read the <laughs> six o'clock news, as they say. Sorry. Um, so, um, the, suddenly the egg started chasing them. Uh, it accelerated with tremendous speed. The family drove on and it literally chased after them. The faster they went to get away from it, the faster the egg went after them. Excellent. Yeah. And Patrick reckons, we'll call him Patrick, Patrick <laughs> reckons that they reached a speed of 125 miles an hour. That's fast. But the big egg caught up in a matter of seconds. So oh. 125, I mean, hold on. Yeah, well, you couldn't Pat- do that on Patrick a motorway here. Patrick and and their dear mother in the back, what car are they driving oh, the, that what, they can reach 125 it, miles it, an it hour? It didn't say in this report okay it, it didn't say. they're reading a delorean are they yeah okay. so uh, i don't know what they were driving, driving 125 miles an hour but don't forget they're on a straight road in the middle of the desert yeah right. yeah no one's watching so, well apart from the caravan that's just gone in the other direction so then the, the <laughs> then the driver sean yeah 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 made a sudden u-turn oh. and, and headed back towards the petrol station why the ufo also turned around okay patrick said he had no idea how the egg was flying because it didn't have any wings Pat, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick's limiting himself there, but yeah, okay, I'll okay. go with that. Having, well, also, who's heard of a flying egg without wings? Well, uh, well or, no. or with wings? Eggs turn into chickens that have wings, so they're on. They're going in the right direction. Well, if, uh, Georgina, if the if the egg didn't have wings, mm. what form of propulsion do you think it might be using? Oh, just rockets. Rockets. Rockets in you'd rockets see, in the back of the egg. You'd see rockets. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. They're hidden rockets because it's from the future. I reckon it was probably some kind of weird magnetic um, thing, anti-gravity magnetic gyroscopic thing. 
No? I d- yeah, I don't understand what most of those words meant. No, if you're that's gy- why you're here, Georgina, yeah, if, to learn. If, <laughs> I only know gyrating as in, oh, you look lovely when you gyrate. Anyway, uh, so uh, what happened next? Mm. The dog started barking. Who knows? The dog started barking <laughs> and whining. Oh, hold on. Where's the dog popped no, up from? No mention of a dog. Suddenly before. we've got a dog. Yeah. Yeah? Okay, it's in the back with the mother, is it? Maybe the egg was after the I dog. I can see where Patrick and Sean are going. Dog and mother in back of car. Let's chase the magic egg. We don't know the Were name Were Patrick and either. Sean smoking a little bit of marijuana before they set off on this trip? Look, we're just reaching the climax now okay. of this story. Okay. Suddenly Patrick and his family mm. were hit. Hit? The egg shot out a hot beam of light. <laughs> Come on. Nothing about this is Freudian. And punctured their back tyre. Oh, that's uh, a good aim. It is beginning to sound a bit like a Steven Spielberg <laughs> film now, but this is supposedly a true story. Um, okay. Patrick got a lot of flack, apparently, from the press when this when Did this he? was released. Did he now? Everyone said he was a lunatic. <laughs> so the back tyre was on fire, <laughs> which rhymes. Uh, the car started slipping and sliding across the road. The well, family realised that was if they... Was he still going at 125 miles? That's dangerous the right there. The family realised that if they braked... Yeah. They would have to confront oh, the egg. Oh, they'd have to confront the egg. Which is a sentence I never thought I'd say. And the egg really is just taking their back tyre out, so it's behaving yeah. a bit like a cop, maybe. So have, okay. you, ever, have you ever confronted an egg, Georgina? <laughs> Quite often. I confront eggs all the time. The egg landed on the roof of Patrick's car. Did and, it crush the car? And actu- no, it lifted the car <laughs> into the air. Patrick's got a good imagination. Patrick says the heat was intense, seeing the family's hair all standing up in on end. Mm-hmm, yeah? Mm-hmm, like, from static. Mm-hmm, um, maybe it was just a big balloon? Uh, that's a good theory, actually. But, you know, because yeah. my, my hair goes ba-doing maybe. at the top when there's a big... Like, if you scrape a balloon on your hair and then lift it, oh, exciting. And then you can put the balloon on the wall and it stays there. Yeah. Party trick from Ada. It's, so, how, it's how I impress men on a first date. Maybe it wasn't an egg, it was a big balloon. <laughs> so, OK, let's wrap this up now. Yes, please. Um, while Patrick was changing the tyre, mm-hmm. he realised that the family had lost two hours out of their lives. <laughs> I've lost about f- five minutes out of my life. Yeah. It's the minimum he deserves. And the listeners have just lost about yeah. ten minutes. Yeah. Out of their yeah. Lives yeah. Listening to this story. So Patrick called the police. Yep. Never a wise thing to do when you've just seen a giant egg mm. in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, ah, but the police had already had a report yes. from the people driving the... Yes, the caravan. The, ca- yes, the, caravan. the caravan people have got to the petrol station and they phoned the police immediately because it's not often you see a fly floating giant egg. And their it? statements are that they had witnessed the uh, Patrick's car mm. being picked up off the road and being shaken violently by a big egg. <laughs> so, uh, Georgina, do you think uh, Patrick and his family were abducted by aliens? No, regardless of their blood type? They well, you haven't finished the story. The car's lifted off the road. Yeah. Then what? Are no, they abducted? It's, dump, it's, it's done back onto the road. They're not abducted. They haven't seen aliens. I mean, an egg's picked them up off the road yeah, and, and then dropped and them. And then it's dropped them That's back. no abduction, yeah. is it? And That's then, like someone saying hello to you in the street and going, oh, no, I've been abducted. No, it's when they were dropped back and while he was They don't the know tire. that the egg wasn't just saying hi. It's what they do instead of a handshake where you come from that planet. You actually lift someone up and drop them. 
More strange alien very, encounters. Very negative. Next time in Flying Saucers, I Eat My Pants. Still to come, Toast Haunted. It's clever. But first, it's the Saurus Walrus. Sour Bee and Love Deluxe. Saurus Walrus is with us in the studio. Hello, T.W. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I've got the spray of water just in case you get all dry. Yeah, I'm drying out already, <laughs> in fact. <laughs> OK, today's word... Yes, what is today's word, lovely is... Georgina? <laughs> and I am lovely, you are correct. Uh, today's word is infinite. Infinite? Yeah. Can you think of words that mean the opposite of infinite, please? Yes, I do the opposite. Yes, yeah. yes, you do the opposite My of what it means. My dad used to do synonyms. Yes, but you do antonyms. I, I do antonyms, OK, yes. fire away and with I'm, the antonyms. I'm Thesaurus Warus Jr. This is already too long. C- uh, <laughs> crack on with the antonyms. Right. Um, uh, the antonym of infinite. Infinite, yes. yeah. Um... Calculable? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, bounded? <laughs> yeah. Limited? Okay, limited, um, I like, yeah. Miserable? Me- me- yeah, I'm going to allow that. Countable? Countable? Yeah, countable. I suppose that we, you could count to infinity. Okay, carry on. Uh, non infinite? <laughs> yeah. Uh, un infinite? Yes, I'm getting, yeah, un infinite. Anti-infinite. And, and, yeah, I think that's enough of that. Thank you so much, TW. Uh, TW2. Uh, thank you very much for that. You're, you're lovely. I'm going now. Yeah, there's some sweets for you in reception. It's time for Toast Haunted. <laughs> that's a toaster. Right. In an echo chamber. Fabulous. Right. It cost a lot of money to make that, that effect. Listen, Please tell me it didn't. Again. Okay, yeah. I don't I have no clue how you do these things, but well Today's done, you. real life ghost story. Well done, you. It's an echoing toaster. Today's real life ghost story concerns a man from Connecticut. <laughs> he probably only comes I'm from. I'm already laughing because, really, okay, we know prob- where this is going. He probably only comes from Connecticut. Are we going to call him Patrick? Uh, no, we'll call him Fred. Fred, yeah. okay. Fred held one of the most lonely and desolate jobs in existence. <laughs> Because he <laughs> was the yeah. lighthouse keeper oh, okay. for the famous Penfield Reef Lighthouse, okay. which is just off the coast of Connecticut. Right. Now, I've never actually heard of the lighthouse myself. Have you, Georgina? It's off the coast of Connecticut yeah. or heard, on the coast of Connecticut. You heard of the Penfield Reef Lighthouse? No, of course I haven't heard no. of the Penfield Reef Lighthouse. Well, well, I have to take it for granted then that this is famous if yeah. you live in Connecticut. Well... Yeah, as lighthouses go, it's a big one. So the old lighthouse, I'm feeling a pirate voice coming on, Georgina. The old lighthouse was built as a way of... No, I can't keep it up. Okay, good. Good. It was built as a way of warning ships Mm. off a treacherous hidden reef. Yeah, I know how lighthouses work. uh, Which was responsible for more than its fair share of shipwrecks. Well, that's not a good lighthouse then, is it? Fred, we'll call him Fred... Yes. Was the head lighthouse keeper in the lighthouse. There's more than one. Yeah. He's not alone. Now, what do you think is... I'll, I'll give you a quick 
guess what do you think is going to happen to fred 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 is going to now this is to do with the hauntings is it yeah i think some people off a ship that had been shipwrecked will come and haunt his lighthouse because they're saying hey you hey you with the big lighthouse why didn't you save us not quite one day fred drowned he didn't have long, did that he? That took a sharp right turn. Fred drowned yeah. in a boating accident oh. just before Christmas. That's a shame. Yeah. I like Fred. Those things always happen before Christmas. Yeah, they do. The best, <laughs> the best ghost stories always happen at Christmas, to be fair, mm, don't they? Yeah, probably. Anyway, since then, mm-hmm. lighting and equipment malfunctions in the lighthouse mm. have been blamed on Fred's spiritual presence. Yes, okay. Even more chilling is that present-day lighthouse keepers mm-hmm. at the Penfield Reef, very lighthouse. famous lighthouse, yeah, 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 yeah. often find the lighthouse logbook oh. open to the very day Fred died. Okay. Have you ever blamed anything on a ghost, Georgina? My mum once found her car keys in a in a cereal packet, and mm. we all just presumed that that was a ghost. But now we, I mean, no, I I think electrics going wrong are quite often not a ghost. You can tell me I'm wrong. No, I, there is no more convenient ghost, is there? Than no, a, than, than a ghost one that, who messes with the electric. A ghost that inhabits a place with lots of electrical equipment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they call it a ghost in the machine. In in some industries, trivia uh, in now, some industries trivia questions, <laughs> right? What like if you're a dustbin man or if you're a traffic warden, you call it a ghost of the machine. Carry on. Trivia question: Which yep. chart-topping British group released an album called "A Ghost in the Machine"? Oh, in 1981. Was it Japan? Was no. it no. Duran Duran? No. Was it Haircut 100? No, we'll be here all night. Was it ABBA? It was the Police. Oh, okay. So no points. Oh, I was close. No points to you. (laughs) No points to me. Okay. So no points to you. But that that. that actually reminds me. Hold on, does this lighthouse story go anywhere? Yes, it does. I'm going to finish it in a moment. But that reminds me. Just threw in a trivia. At the end of this, at the end of this episode, we're going to play what's the question triv, aren't we? Yes. And we sent for (gasps) some trivial pursuit questions. Yeah. And did they arrive? They did. They're up in the corner. I haven't opened the box yet. No, I need to unwrap them. We'll have to very quickly unwrap that box. Oops. But first. Yes. How did the uh, the Penfield Reef Lighthouse story I'm, end? I'm on the edge of my seat. Well, to be honest... And slightly moist, to be honest, no, because to, I'm thinking, what are these ghosts get up to? No, to be honest, uh, it finishes simply by saying that to this day, mm-hmm. locals yes. regularly recount sightings of a ghostly figure mm-hmm. appearing on the water, floating... Oh, like uh, the egg. Like, just like an egg. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Floating on the water to help stray boats find their way to safety near oh he helps them now yeah of all the people that were smashed against the rocks it seems very odd to me that it's the lighthouse keeper that comes back but okay i guess he was doing a good job do you know i genuinely i want to come back as a ghost that simply hovers in corridors in the dark jumping out of people yeah you'll just jump out i'm already getting the practice in right you do now yeah more toast haunted In the next episode of Sabin Love Deluxe, coming up next, don't bogart the finger monkey. Don't bogart the finger monkey? What have you got for us on don't bogart the finger monkey, lovely Georgina? People in a national park service in uh, America are begging people 
visitors of the park not to lick the toads. <laughs> there's a, apparently there's a thing happening now that someone on big wide worldwide internet has said if you go and lick the toads in this park that you get high and now they're having to warn people please don't lick the toads. A toads aren't very fond of it b it's actually quite it's quite insulting to the toad isn't it like if i lick you it's not very so people, dignified is no it? and and what they're doing is they're collecting toads licking the toads nothing's happening and they're trying to get the word out that nothing will happen if you lick the toads so please stop licking <laughs> licking the toads if i say the words lick the toad anymore i'm going to go it's slightly. not it's not just <clears throat> in that particular place is it well that's where they're putting up signs now because they're sick to death of people licking the toads and i like the idea of that that people are going there especially to lick the toads i've i've just taken down the package that's got the trivia um, mm. questions in it i bet it's very um, well wrapped it's virtually it? impossible to open i think you, i'm going to have to go and get a pair yeah. of scissors for you to do that you go and get I? a pair of scissors okay. and i'll fill <laughs> this is, we're so slick yes while Georgina's going to get some scissors, I'll fill by saying um, Studio Census has got a new short film out uh, this week. It's called El Dorado Blue. Um, it is available at uh, patreon.com forward slash studio senseless it's actually interestingly it's a remake of a film that i made in 2015 when i'd only just learned how to use the software for animation um, so any students of animation might be interested to watch the original film that noise is georgina opening the box watch the original film which is called a moment in time and then compare it to the new version, which is made about six years later, um, and compare my use of animation software <laughs> and see how six years can greatly improve your uh, your animation skills. So that's called El Dorado Blue, and you can watch it at... Oh, uh, this is past the parcel, it's in another lab. You can watch it at patreon.com forward slash studio senseless. Georgina Can't still hasn't opened the questions yet. It's like past yet. the parcel, it's in <laughs> I'm there. I can see the triple position. I can see the box now. Yeah. yeah. Don't cut yourself with the scissors. This is, this is beautiful. This has been very well wrapped, man. And very the well box wrapped. is right. out. Excellent. Brilliant. Um, I, th I don't think I've got any applause that I can play for that. No, oh, I haven't got the. Oh, yes, I have. Here's the applause. There you go. That's for opening the. <laughs> That's for opening the box. Uh, okay, so we now have the uh, the trivia questions ready for when we play. Uh, what's the question, Triv? Um, penalty shootout edition. That was um, hard. Yeah, where were we? You were on the Bogart the finger monkey. Oh yeah. Okay, we're um, moving on from licking toads. Yeah. Um, butterboards. Butterboards. Yeah. Butterboards. Apparently, butterboards have replaced cheese boards for the end of the meal, and you put different types of butter on a board. And you taste the different types of butter. Now, I'm... Yeah. I'd rather have a cheese board. So would I. To be honest. It seems to me a dairy step too far, doesn't it? Where is this happening? <laughs> is this happening in, in Leafy Crouch End? It's happening all over, but especially England. And because it was on... Uh, these things are always followed, aren't they? Someone did it on the internet and everyone thought, I love butter. And to be honest... I love butter too, but I'm not sure I love butter enough to have a whole board covered in butter and then to try the different butters. But butter and bread is a lovely thing, but then you'd have to have different breads maybe as well. Butterboard, so, butterboard. shouldn't be a thing, but they are a thing, and I'm saying that really I'd, I love butter, but I don't want a board full of butter. I'd rather have cheese. Any more uh, Don't Bug Out the Finger Monkeys? Yeah, 
the um, and in Arizona, and a woman has been arrested for because she was in America. You can join the carpool lane, which is slightly faster if there's more than one of you in the car, and they call it call it carpooling. So, but the the cameras actually look to make sure that you've got two people in the car. Yeah, because otherwise everyone would just nip into the carpool lane, wouldn't they? Turns out this woman had been driving to work with the, an inflatable Grinch in her front seat, <laughs> but she'd made no effort to disguise the inflatable green thing so they caught her on camera but i a she should get points shouldn't she for like creating a someone else in her car in order to use the carpool lane but also lovely i mean give it a bit of makeup maybe or put a mask on it i think quite a few because of the carpool lane law yeah um i think quite a few people have big carpool cutouts yes of other drivers on the... But, I mean, that would only work from a camera from the front, (laughs) wouldn't it? If the police also had a camera from the side... Yeah. ..then then you you would just see a flat person (laughs) in the... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was uh, Don't Bogart the Finger Monkey. Up next, NFL News with His Majesty King Charles III. But first, a word from Big Mal. To get exclusive bonus content for this podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash studio senseless and upgrade to Sour Bee and Luff VIP access. Time for news from the NFL with His Majesty, King Charles III. Good afternoon, Georgina. Your Majesty. How did you first become a fan of American football? Since you asked, Georgina, my poor dear mamma, the late Queen, was a huge fan of the NFL. In fact, she was a very loyal supporter of the Miami Dolphins. Why was that? Well, Mummy simply loved dolphins. Oh, I see. She was very fond of that little clicky noise they make. I can't do it myself. Can, Can you click like a dolphin, Georgina? I'm fairly certain I can't. That's a pity. Do you support the Miami Dolphins as well, Your Majesty? Oh, dear me, no. I myself have for many years been a dedicated fan of the Denver Broncos. Why is that? Well, I happened to be in Colorado when the Broncos reached their first playoffs. What were you doing in Colorado? I was hunting elk. I see. Around that time, the Denver Broncos reached the Super Bowl for the very first time. Did they win? Far from it. They got absolutely thumped by the Seattle Seahawks. Ah. I bloody hate the Seattle Seahawks. Scum of the earth. Oh, dear. Of course, now the Broncos are one of the NFL's most successful teams. They've won three Super Bowls, which is like the FA Cup final, but with Beyonce at half-time. I've watched it. Who have been the team's most famous players? Excellent question. Thank you. Um, The Broncos have had eight players enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, including the legendary quarterback John Elway. I've heard of him. And, of course, their free safety, Steve Atwater. He was a ferocious player. Absolutely bloody ferocious. Thank you for coming in, Your Majesty. Is that it? Yes. Wouldn't you like to hear why Champ Bailey was nicknamed Champ? Not really. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, His Majesty King Charles III. Uh, Charles III will be back uh, in the next podcast. we just got time to play What's the Question Triv Penalty Shootout. 
now we do have the questions so we can yeah. play this georgina you'd better take a few questions for i've your... already done that oh you've done that oh okay. i'm so, so forward thinking so what happens we are going to take three penalties each yes right um and in order to score that penalty i will read you an answer mm-hmm. and you have to tell me the question so georgina here is your first answer okay right the answer is yes dr benjamin spock what is the the answer is dr benjamin spock what is the question dr benjamin spock yes um who is the alien in star trek <laughs> now you see that is so many people get that wrong georgina no um, don't tell me that's don't mr me. spock isn't it no no, oh, you've he's missed. not a doctor. No, you've missed the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was You're, the answer? Uh, the the answer is, no, this was on the tip of your tongue, surely. Who wrote the Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care? That was going to be my next guess. Was it? Well, yeah, but you, I have to take your first answer, Georgina. So, so I've taken the penalty, I've missed, we're going yes. to move on. So it's your turn to take the penalty. Yes. The answer is, Sailor's Heaven. Sailor's Heaven. Yeah. Um, where did Fred the Lighthouse Keeper <laughs> go when he died? He wasn't a sailor as such. He was a lighthouse Actually, keeper. Actually, no, he didn't go to heaven because he haunts it. No, he yeah. haunts it. He hasn't gone anywhere. He's in purgatory. Sailor's Heaven. What is Sailor's Heaven? Oh, I know. No, I know. just Sailor's I, Heaven. I know. Um, it's uh, David Jones' locker. No, it isn't David what? Jones' locker. I'm afraid you've missed that penalty. The question is, what's Fiddler's Green? What? (laughs) That's the question. What's Fiddler's Green? Sailor's Heaven. I think you should let me have... They all go to Fiddler's Green. I think you should let me have Davy Jones's locker. Okay, so no points scored yet. We've got two penalties to take each. Yes, okay. Um, uh, Okay, the answer is Robert Baden-Powell. What is the question? Okay, who started the Scouts? That is a goal, Georgina. You are one up. Good. Excellent. Okay. Uh, The answer is in a plane crash. In a plane crash. (laughs) In a plane crash. Okay, I'm going to take a wild stab at this. How did Buddy Holly die? No, that is not the correct answer. Well, that is a... You... No, it's not. It's not the correct question. It's not the question that's on the card. That's a miss. Yeah. <laughs> the question was how did the queen's cousin ex-queen's cousin prince william of gloucester die in 1972 okay so that was very specific we've, we've taken we've taken two each you're yeah. one up i'm uh, one so, up so i'm winning one, so there's one penalty, i'm winning one penalty to i'm take. winning there's one penalty to take each yeah okay, okay. the answer is yeah <clears throat> the albert memorial oh what is the question the Albert Memorial. What monument is outside the Albert Hall that did Qu- Queen Victoria put up to lament the loss of her beloved husband, who she mourned for for years and years and years, and introduced the idea that we should all wear black when we're sad? Georgina, the actual uh, question on the card mm. is what famous memorial is <gasps> near the Albert Hall? Oh, come that on. is a goal. Oh, thank you. That means that I can't win. No, I've so there's, won. There's no point me taking the final penalty. You have won 2-0. <laughs> Excellent. 
excellent. Are we going to keep a tally? Or is it 2-1? No, you haven't got one right. Oh, so you so you win 2-0. We will yeah. keep a tally, Georgina. We'll, excellent. We'll, we'll have a, like a league table <laughs> as we as we move through this, uh, this series. Can we have that on the website? League uh, table. Well, that's the end, of the, that's yeah. the end of the show, Georgina. That was very, that, that yeah. That absolutely flew by, didn't it? Whistling. Uh, thanks to Thesaurus Walrus, uh-huh. uh, the mice who live under the sink, and of course His Majesty... King Charles III. Say bye-bye, Georgina. Uh, bye-bye, Georgina. Sour Beer Love Deluxe was written and presented by me, Brian Luff. And me, Georgina Sowerbee. The announcer was Big Mal from Denver. Music by Curiosity Shop and Kevin McLeod. Technical supervisor was Dame Alan Benz. Thesaurus Warus Jr. appeared courtesy of Skegness Seal Sanctuary. All celebrity voices were impersonated. No mice were harmed during the making of this programme. To listen to exclusive bonus behind-the-scenes content for this podcast, upgrade to Salby and Love VIP access. This was a Salby and Love production for Studio Senseless in leafy London town. <laughs> Will you tickle my fanny?